Kuf Yud Gimel, Amud Aleph, seven lines down, as promised, this is where we will start. Amar Rava, I circled Rava's name. Haimande Kasivale Pesicha, a person um, who had a, like a court summons or like a uh, excommunication document, if he doesn't do it, uh, written against him, uh, for specifically Aldele Asladina, for the fact that he's not even coming to court when he's supposed to, well, Ad Asiladina, until he actually comes to court, Loi Mekarina, Loi, we will not tear up that document. Meaning, like, if he says, listen, I promise I'll come, I promise, that, yeah, okay, fine, but he has to actually come, and then we'll get rid of it. However, if the document was written out against him, the uh, the Cherem document, Al Deloitte Sayas Ladina, in that he's not listening. In other words, he came to court, and there was the case, and uh, they ruled against him, and he's not listening, until he listens also, we don't tear that document up. However, regarding that last one, Velohi, it's not so. If he already came to court, and he just uh, says he needs some more time to pay it off, but he will, listen, I'll listen to what you guys, rabbis, want me to do, I just need a little bit of time, then we will actually uh, tear it up. We'll set a time for him to come to court um, um, on Monday, and if he doesn't come Monday, we'll set it Thursday, and then Thursday, uh, he doesn't come, we'll set the next Monday. Zmana, Vizmana, Basar Zmana, Ulamachar Kasvinan. If he doesn't come, we don't tell him, like, at the beginning, that it's going to be Monday, Thursday, Monday. We tell him Monday, like, we really want him there, and then if he doesn't come, We'll tell him a couple days later, one on Thursday. And if he still doesn't come, we'll tell him at the beginning of the next week, Monday. If he doesn't, Lamachar on Tuesday, Kasvin, and that's when you actually write out the um, seizure documents against him. Ravashi, who I underlined, uh, Ikla Bey Rav Kahana, underlined Rav Kahana. Uh, Ravashi learned at Rav Kahana. And uh, Ravashi saw Rav Kahana. Chaza, he saw in the uh, court Itita, De Azman Aladina Bipanya, a, uh, a lady who had been uh, summoned to come to court in the evening. And she didn't come. Ubit Safra, Kosivale, Psicha. And already the next morning, they uh, wrote out one of these uh, Psicha documents, the uh, collection documents, seizure documents. Amalei, so said Ravashi to Rav Kahana. Hold on one second. Lois Safra, Lamar, Lahadam, Rav Christa, you don't agree with that. Kaivin's man, Shane, Chamisha, Shemini, I could give a little bit more time. Monday, Thursday, Monday. Amalei, so explained Rav Kahana back to Ravashi, Hani Mili. No, no, no. That is in the context of a gavra, a man who in general in those times was much more out and about and doing business, and might have been traveling. De honest, the reason he didn't come, uh, we could probably assume, is because it was uh, he had other things to take care of. Bemata wasn't in town. Aval itzito, when it comes to a woman, again, in those times, and uh, the principle is really the ikr here, kevan de isibemata, since she is in town, lo asya, and... She's not coming. Well, why is she not coming? More bad to see she's considered rebellious, and we will immediately uh, write out the uh, seizure document. Amar of Yehuda, underline his name. Lo Yavina Zmana. Here's times that we do not summons people to come to court. Lo Nisan, lo Tishri, because those are the times of uh, harvesting, and people are very uh, busy at that time. Um, maybe with the Rashtis, Kotzer, and Botzer, maybe harvesting the wheat, in Nisan, harvesting the grapes in Tishrei. Lobabaliumatava, also not on Erev Yamtiv, the Lobamali Shabsa, and not on uh, Friday, Erev Shabbos. Kama. Aval Minisan, Lebasar Yuminisan, to 
um, give somebody a court summons in Nissan uh, to say that he has to come after Nissan, let's say uh, set a date for ER, Tishrei, the Basar Tishrei, or to set a date for um, uh, during Tishrei, but the date is going to be after Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kavinan, that we will do. However, Mimali Shabsa, the Basar Mali Shabsa, to, you know, hassle a guy on Friday um, for some sort of thing going on uh, uh, next week, Lo Kavinan, that we won't do, my Taima. Why is that? Because he's, he's totally preoccupied getting ready for Shabbos. And uh, it's not unreasonable that he might uh, like totally forget uh, that he's supposed to be uh, seeing to that issue. Period. I'm Rav Nachman. I'm Rav Nachman. Lo Yavinan Zimna Lo Libne Kala Bekala. We do not give uh, the people who uh, come to hear the drusha on Shabbos a court summons, like on Shabbos to let them know that they should show up to the court, let's say, on Monday. Um, right? Just, we want them to come to the shear. We don't want to prevent people from coming to the shear if they're all um, you know, terrified in the back of their mind, they might get some sort of uh, court summons. Velola b'nei rigla, rigla, similarly, um, if they came to some shear about the halachas of the uh, upcoming holiday, uh, which would often take place within the 30 days before the holiday, we don't uh, give someone a court summons there. Period. Kihavu also the of Nachman when um, people who had uh, monetary disagreements with other people uh, came to Rav Nachman, who was uh, probably the um, chief rabbi, the uh, one of the main rabbis or speakers or teachers during the gathering together when everyone gathered together to learn, and they wanted uh, him to like see to their cases there because like the other litigants were were uh, present. Amr Luhu would say to them, You think everyone got together for your personal uh, court cases? No. And, and therefore he wouldn't um, do that. However, nowadays that we have uh, phonies and fakers, um, we will be suspect. We had said at the end of the Mishnah on Kofiud Aleph, I would base that if it's something, the case was a person stole and uh, fed it to his kids, or used the proceeds to feel his kids, or left it before them, then they're putter for having to pay. But if it's something that has achrayes chavin l'shalim, masni le rebbe, the shimon bray, rebbe and his son, they were learning as they often did, and we have it recorded in the shas. He, when he was teaching this issue over to his son shimon. Low davar sheish b'achrayis mamish. It's not something that like literally has some sort of guarantee. Alafilu, even if it's just a par of a Let's say it's a, a a cow, and he's using it to uh, plow the field. But everyone knows that's really like you know farmer Bob's cow uh, or a chamor or mechamer acharav. A donkey is using it. Chayav in There, even though um, the there might have been uh, yeush of the original owner to get it back. And there's been a shinu issue. Still, it has to be returned by the children of the thief. Uh, the thief has passed away. Because it's just for the honor of their father. It's it, it's not not honorable if they have stolen known stolen uh, items uh, in their possession. Rav Kahana asked Rav, "How about this? That's a lot more private. Unlike the cow or the donkey, which everyone sees." Um, the couch or the table, which is only like in a person's house, maybe people don't see it. Um, would we say there too, if it was stolen, it would have to be uh, given back by the heirs, the children of the one who stole it? Amarloi, 
says back Rav Trafkahana, Tem Lechacham, Beyech Kamoid. Give to the wise, and he will become wiser. Well, um, just like we said, by a cow and a donkey, so too, yes, it should be returned by the uh, children. Says the Mishnah, Ain Poitrin, excuse me, Ain Portin, um, Portin is like from the word pruta. If I need to get change, let's say I have a dollar and I want four quarters, or I have a, a, a more valuable coin and I want to change it with a less valuable coin, um, the system of collecting taxes and collecting fees from people was uh, um, maybe less officially set into law at different times, different places. Um, the person in charge of collecting the various uh, taxes and levies didn't always give it all to the king. Sometimes he would give back uh, a certain amount and he get paid a certain amount. Anyway, if I need to change uh, money, I cannot do it from the Tevas HaMaychsen. The Tevas HaMaychsen is the um, the box that would be used for the collection of these uh, taxes. Below me, Kis Shel Gaboin, or for that matter, the uh, sack that was used by the other types of collectors. Now, now these um, collectors are not really uh, taking what they're supposed to be doing. It's basically they're over gazelle in what they're taking for various reasons, but it's basically stolen money, and therefore don't um, change your coins with stolen money. The Ainoitlin Mehem Staka, you also shouldn't accept charity from them. Um, you would be allowed to, let's say you meet the tax collector. Um, and he's got his own money. Let's say, you know, hey, uh, buddy, can you break 100? And he says, sure, I've got 520s. Um, or in the shook, um, if he has that same money in the shook, like his own personal money, where you're not taking it from that official tax collection box, then that would be okay. In other words, even though the person might be involved in a, a sort of endeavor, which might be a little bit uh, questionable, if we know it's his personal funds, then it's okay. Says the Gemara Tana, we have a Brisa, goes uh, to the first word on the next line. Um, I uh, box it off. Aval noisen loy dinner venoisen loy es hashar. What would be allowed is, uh, let's say he owes a tax collector, I don't know, uh, uh, $10 and only has his $20 bill. He'd be allowed to give a $20 bill and get back $10 um, because uh, otherwise, what's he going to do? He has to pay the 20 and he can't take change, then he would cause him to lose money. So it's not, he doesn't have to take a uh, a direct loss. It's considered as though he's actually saving money by doing that. I put an, um, an A in the margin here and circled it. Two lines later, first word in line is Ha'imid. I put a B in the margin and circled it. And about six lines later, first word in line is Rebiyana. I put a C in the margin and circled it. We're going to have three cases now um, that are brought. It's really our case and then two others. So, Umoichasin. This is the A case. Uh, really, um, uh, customs collectors. Vamar Shmuel, Dina de Malchusa, Dina. Right, so uh, this fellow, he uh, got the uh, like the legal rights to collect the taxes, and uh, why are you considering uh, him a uh, a shady character? Somebody's doing something uh, illegal. It doesn't seem like that should be illegal. There's nothing uh, ostensibly and face value wrong with that. Amrav Chanina Barkan Amar Shmuel. He's the first answer. The case here is though it's not a, a standard like above boards uh, relationship. Rather, the Meicha She'ein Loi. Kitzvah. So um, he basically has no set amount to take. He'll pay the king, let's say, for the Jews' taxes, uh, I don't know, $50,000 that year in town, and he decides to collect whatever he decides to collect, sometimes more, sometimes less. That's why um, his uh, collection funds are very uh, questionable. 
To be Rabbi Yanai, Amri, a second approach, they say, This is just some tough guy. He's not, you know, appointed by the government officials. He just, uh, you want to call it the mafia. You want to call it the uh, the tough guy on the block. Um, and that's the fellow that uh, is not considered as though the, that which he collects is anything other than a very questionable. Ikadamasni, I squiggle under the Ikadamasni. This would be the B version. There are those who teach uh, what we just said, coming off the following. Laha, Ikadamasni, la, aha. There are those who teach Shmuel and Ravyana's statement off the following. This is the B version. In this version, it's uh, an issue of, you know, you're not allowed to, as a Jew, wear clothes that have shotness in them, um, wool and linen. Um, also says this Tanaic source, which goes just under a line. Say a mission, Mesachas Kilayim. Lo Yilbashadam Kilayim. A person cannot wear a garment that has uh, shotness in it. Afilu al Gabi Asar Begadim. Even if he's got 10 other garments, and clearly that 11th garment on top is not really being worn as a garment. Um, if he's trying to wear it, and if he wears it, he doesn't have to pay uh, taxes on it, it would not be allowed. Okay, that's one Tanaic source which uh, the Mishnah in Kilayim, and the Gemara notes, though, that that uh, Mishnah de Loka Rabbi Akiva, that would not be going like the following Brisa de Sanya, Rabbi Akiva, who, uh, let's see, the Tanakam says, Asr you're not allowed to, like, uh, do things to um, sneak out or escape yourself from having to pay taxes uh, for the things uh, like the Kilayim issue. Rabbi Shimon, Mishum Rabbi Akiva, oh no, it's permissible to uh, cause yourself to escape having to pay taxes. Okay? Hmm. So, Bisham Alayin Kilayim. We understand when it comes to the uh, issue of uh, can you wear a garment that has wool and linen in it? The Machlokas is pretty straightforward. A halachic Machlokas is wearing a garment that clearly is not like giving you warmth and protection, consider wearing a garment. Mar, Savar, Rabbi Kiva's opinion, Davar She'ein Miskaven, his intention is not to wear it as a garment, to um, get himself off the taxes, that would be Mutter, whereas Mar, Savar, that's not a comes to the opinion, Davar She'ein Miskaven, it's not his intention, would still be Aser. However, El Lahavriach Boyaz HaMechas, if the whole point is um, to um connive or misrepresent so he doesn't have to pay certain taxes. Me, Shari, is that allowed? Question mark, comma, Vamar Shmuel. Didn't Shmuel say, Dina de Malchusa, Dina? That, uh, that, you know, the law of the land is the law. Amar of Khinebarkan, Amar Shmuel. That might be the case. However, in this case, we're talking about a moches, a, a tax collector, Shane like Kitzvah. He doesn't have a set amount. He, he can decide whatever he wants to take... Uh, and that that is uh, not allowed. And to be Amri It's a uh, self-appointed tax collector, a tough guy in town who's just hassling, um, forcing money from people. The C in the margin indicates Ikadamasni. I squiggle under the Ikadamasni. Aha, there are those who teach um, Rav Kanamar Shmuel and Rav Yana coming off the following. Aha. Um, there's a list of characters who are tough guys who might try to. Uh, you know, proverbially uh, twist your arm to get some money from you, and you would be allowed to misrepresent your um, financial portfolio to that person. So let's say they come and they want to see something, you could sort of make up a story so that they don't take it. Um, 
Nidrin, you could even take a nether to that effect. Like you take a nether that you're not going to uh, eat chalin for a year, uh, leharagin, to uh, people who um, might kill you like murderers. Um, Ule haramim, haramim are uh, people who are um, very cantankerous and they uh, are often known for stealing money. Ule maichasin, I don't like maichasin, and to the tax collector, she, let's say there's a certain, uh, I don't know, a, a, a barrel of. Uh, of grain, you could say, well, she shall truma, it's not mine, it's, you know, it's the truma, or, or she shall base a melech, or it's not mine, it belongs to the uh, the authorities, like the king. Uh, even though that's basically an outright lie, you're allowed to do that. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. And we ask, though, well, one second, Maichasin are like uh, government appointed tax collectors. Like, uh, uh, they, the government offers services and they collect the taxes. You, you, how, how do we say that you can. Um, Essentially, lie to them. So, here's our two answers again. Amar Rebchanina, Barkana, Amar Shmuel. We're talking about an arrangement with the tax collectors prepaid, and they have no set amount they have to collect from anyone, and therefore they're considered thieves. They say, the Debe Ravyanai, that's a self appointed tax collector. Ravashi now comes in with a third approach. Ravashi Amar b'meiches kenani. We're actually talking about not Jews who have these positions, but rather a Gentile. De Sanya, we have a price that goes for, let's say, three lines and three words, and I boxed it off and I called it the number one brisa. In this price, Yisrael the kenani anas. If you have a court case between a Jew and a tough guy Gentile, Shabol Ladin. If you can uh, have the Jew win the case using the Jewish laws, then do that. And say to the Gentile, well, this is what the uh, Jewish law is. If you uh, judge him using the Gentile laws, uh, have it turn out so that the Jew wins the case. And say to the Gentile, well, this is according to Gentile law. And if you can't do that, then you can sort of use, uh, you know, like a, a sharp, uh, kind of like underhanded uh, approach um, to uh, save the Jew his um, money. Div Rabbi Shmuel, and I um, box Rabbi Shmuel. By the way, there's an enormous amount of Girsa issues over here, what the correct Girsa is, with the sensors coming in. But uh, we'll just read, we'll read the Gemara as it is, although just take all of it, or some of it at least, with a grain of salt. Rabbi Akiva, Imeri, box Rabbi Akiva, he says, Ain boin You can't sort of use an underhanded, like, trickery type approach. Nay, Kiddush Hashem, because of the issue of Kiddush Hashem, which uh, could be violated if uh, one is seen as being dishonest. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. We called it the number one Tanaic source. And uh, Rabbi Akiva. It seems like what Rabbi Akiva is saying is that the whole reason he can do it is because it prevents the Kiddush Hashem from happening. But let's say there was no issue of Kiddush Hashem, or the opposite of Chil Hashem, Haleika Kiddush Hashem, Boyin, apparently it would be permissible to um, do things that otherwise would be considered maybe uh, taking advantage of the Gentile. The problem is, V'gezel Kanani Mishari is allowed to steal from a guy? V'hatanya, we have another rice. we'll call this the number two rice. In uh, this price, it goes to the second line. Anamid Be'ez, Amrib Shimon, Davar Zed Darash, the same Rabbi Kiva again. We boxed Rabbi Kiva, Keshaba, uh, when he came back from uh, Tsefirin. Here's the Drasha. Colon. 
How do you know that stealing from a Gentile is forbidden? Well, Talmud Leimar, a Pasuk says, if a Jew is holds off to servitude and the community of people are buying him back, so this Eved Ivri that was sold to Anachri, it says, after uh, he's sold, there shall be a redemption, which the Bryson says, what we're supposed to understand from that, Rabbi Kiva, Darshan's Shaloi, that you don't like uh, jailbreak the guy. Um, that you basically uh, pay uh, whatever his market value is and, and get him out that way. Maybe uh, would let the Gentile take full advantage of that and like extra advantage of that and charge like more than the Jew is worth? No, no, no. Tamaloimar says the puzzle very clearly. You have to make the chashmah, and you have to make like the very specific. You can't underpay the uh, Gentile, but you certainly don't have to overpay him. Uh, so uh, be very precise with the one who purchased him. So Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef explains that there's no difficulty here between the two prices. Apparently for the full-fledged um, idolater, it might be um, permissible under certain circumstances to um, misrepresent things. However, the Bryce that we just saw is by a Ger Tosha. That's a resident. Uh, he's Gentile. He lives in Israel. He keeps the Shev Mitzvah Bnei Noach. Um, him, you have to be very uh, straightforward and uh, honest with. Period. Amrle Abaye, I... But they're both written like right next to each other. In other words, the Ger Toshav, whoever you have to treat him, and the Gentile are uh, equated. There's an enormous b'risa in Mesechus um, Kedushin and Erechen, and it, it lists off um, somebody who's not careful with the halachas of Shemitah and outright plants. And then it goes further and says even like the, the lesser infringements, like maybe uh, um, the things that might only be ushered to Rabbanon or not Ma'akev, that even those a person should be very careful with and, and goes through a progression of how it's a slippery slope and uh, what, what punishment can come to a person. And we'll see in this uh, Tanaic source that uh, they're both taught, both a, um, a Kanani and a Gertoshav. So lo lecha, not only um, to you, um, will a person possibly be sort of sold into servitude? Ella lager, even to a convert. Shnemar, like the Pasuk says, lager. Velo lager, tzedek, not only to uh, someone who converts like properly to Jews, but lager toshav, somebody who um, is a Gentile who just takes the seven minutes of Noach upon himself. Shnemar lager toshav. That's the Pasuk. Mishpachas ger, that's another two words from the Pasuk. Zeho yved koychavim. That's the Gentiles themselves. I dot underline zevid koychavim. So you see he's talking about the ger toshav here, and it's also talking about the yved koychavim. Keshuoimer, when the Pasuk continues and says, uh, two word quote, O laiker zehanimkar, laavoidus koychavim. Somebody who's sold into servitude to serve the idol himself. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Ella amarava, so he circled rava. Rava comes with a Different approach and says Lokasha, um Kan Kan So to outright steal from the uh, uh, non uh, Jew is not allowed. Whereas Behafkaas Halva if what you're doing is simply releasing or canceling a loan that uh, you might owe him, that's different and that would be allowed. Amalei Abaye, underline Abaye, Abaye now says, uh, before it was to Rav Yosef, now it's to Rava, Eved Ivri, Hafkaz Hava Asayhu, 
But the, the case of Evadiv, which is our case, that's a Havkaz Halva Asa, and why would it be forbidden then? Well, that's Rava Latame to Amar Rava, that an Evadiv is not just a uh, a monetary issue, money's owed, but it's actually the goof of the Jew is acquired by the Gentile, as long as he's in servitude to the Gentile. Of an every goof, I Period. Amr Bibi Bargidal, Amr Shim Chasida, Gezel Kenani, stealing from a Gentile is Usr. However, Avedosa, if he has an item that he lost, Muteris, it would be allowed just to keep it. He certainly cannot steal something, but unlike the uh, Brotherhood of Jews, who if one loses something, there's a mitzvah for another one, if he finds it, to give it back, not by a Gentile. Let's go over these two points, colon. Gezei lo yasar, anlang zero lasar, outright stealing is forbidden to Amar Rav Huna, minayin le gezel kanani shu asar, question mark, shenemar, the Pulsar Gendvarim says, v'achalta es kol ha'amim, and you shall consume all of the nations around you, the Jewish people being told this at the end of the 40 years, that the Lord your God hath given to you. That's bizman shehin misrum biyadecha. That's when they are delivered to you. Veloi bizman shehin misrum biyadecha, but not when they are not given over to you, you cannot take from them. Kama. Avedos muteris, underline avedos muteris. However, the lost um, item of a Gentile would be permissible. Damar of Hamabarguria. Well, Shanamar, the Pasuk, in the context of if someone loses something and, uh, you know, Jew finds it, he has to give it back, says, to any lost item of your co-religionist, your brother, the one who's Jewish, and the drasha is, yeah, you have to give it back to another Jew, you do not have to, to a guy. Well, one second, maybe that's discussing where you walk and buy something and you see it and you just walk on by and don't actually take it. Where you don't actually take possession of the lost item. That you don't have to like go, you know, searching after it or the person to give it back to. Maybe if like you did take the item and you've got taken possession of it, maybe you should at that point, maybe give it back even to the Gentile. Amaravina, the Pasuk says, Umitsasa. That it's uh, where it even came into your hand, you do not need to return it. Tanya, we have a brisa, goes for a line and a half. Repinchas ben Yoraimer, ben Malkim Sheishchil Hashem, Afilavidasa. If it's a place, and it's very important that we are always totally honest with uh, this, especially nowadays with these video cameras and the press and all sorts of, of ways that something can become exposed. You have to be even more sensitive. Then even to keep his Aveda, which might be allowed, no, then it would be forbidden. Amar Shmuel, Ta'usai Muteres. A mistake uh, made by the Gentile, though, would be permissible to keep. And here's a few examples, three to be exam, uh, to be precise. Kihad Shmuel, I know Shmuel's name, uh, number one. Shmuel, had uh, Zavon Mikusi, he uh, bought from a Gentile, Lakna de Dava Bemar de Parzala. He bought a, um, uh, Rush calls it a Mizrak, let's call it a, a golden bowl, uh, at the exchange rate or at like the price of a copper bowl. So he got a great deal. Bedalid Zuzi. Um, and he was going to pay, let's say, I don't know, 40 dollars for it. I know the gold ones would be four hundred, pay forty Ve'ivla Lechad Zuza. And this is interesting, he actually made another purposeful mistake. Um that he had purchased it for 
whatever he purchased for, he let's say he purchased four bowls, he only took three. And I think the thinking was that even if the Gentile would realize that there might have been something there, he would say, well, it couldn't be that the Jew had an intention of taking it like improperly because he bought four and he only took three. So he'll probably overlook the other thing also. Um, here's another, Rav Kahana, Zavan Mikusi, he uh, bought from a Gentile, Mea Esrim Chavisa, 120 barrels, Bemeya, for the price of 100, Ve'ivalechad Zuza, and he was Ivalechad Zuza Amar, Chazid Kasamichna. And uh, he said very clearly, Rav Kahana, to the Gentile, listen, I'm relying on you, like, uh, to make all the Cheshbainis, okay? Period. Ravina, we underline is a second uh, story, Zavan Dikla Huvakusi. He went into a deal with a uh, Gentile to uh, buy the uh, palm tree, which we cut down and use for wood. Litzalcha, uh, Tzalcha is for like pieces of wood. Amar Lelashame, and Ravina said to his um, to his uh, servant, Kadam Ve'aisi Me'ikaroi. You know what? Um, th- Get me, please, the pieces that are closer to the, uh, what was the bottom of the palm tree, closer to the ground. De kusi minyana yada. Because the kusi really only cares about one thing, which is how many pieces he gets, but not so much focus on that the pieces are bigger or smaller. So let me get the pieces that are a little bit bigger. Period. Rav Ashi, who we underlined, he's a third. Have kazaba orcha. He was once walking along the road. Chaza shibsha de gufna bepardesa. And he saw they were like branches of, um, of a uh, of a vine in the in the field, Vitali Bay Kitufi de Envy, and there were these clusters of grapes on them. Amalilashame Sarvashi said to his attendant, Zilchazi Ide Kusininhu, uh go and and take um go and see if they are Gentile owned. If they are icy, then bring me some. E D Yisrael they knew if they're Jewish owned, low icy, then do not bring for me. Now, there happened to be a Gentile who overheard uh, this, Shamahu Kusi, Dave Yasbe Partesi, who was sitting out there in, uh, in the orchard. Amar lay, and the Gentile said to Ravashi, Rabbi, the uh, Kusi Shari, really permissible to like steal from a Gentile? Amar lay, Ravashi says, No, you don't understand. Kusi, uh, the reason I was telling my. Um, Shamish that was because a Kuthian shakal will take money and then I feel comfortable and uh, I would pay the money. However, Yisrael, well, if it's Jewish owned, low shakal he would not take money. Gufa, I put a parallelogram on the Gufa and Emir Shem will pick up with this point next year. Adkan.